everybody I, I for facebook folks i know that was like a talkie there just a second because you saw us but you heard nothing i didn't have the uh the volume up to get to uh to you guys you're plugged in now we're all plugged in now tony kirk's probably who knows what passed out somewhere now <laughs> dodger danny williams sitting in today on the final friday show till i guess boy maybe thanksgiving or beyond yeah, it's sad there's not going to be a Friday show, but the good thing is that means that high school football is here. That's right. And uh, speaking of high school football, is here coming up here in about 25 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. Jerry Stanford, coach of the Texas High Tigers, coming in studio. We'll get our last preview from the coach. He had a scrimmage last night with the uh, Longview Lobos. He's got the uh, season opener on Thursday at Jerry's World. We're going to work him over about trying to get an early release uh, or early uh, arrival for school on Friday, and uh, we'll be ready for football. Yeah, we need that early uh, <clears throat> release on Thursday so we can get down there because there's no way if we have to work a whole day that we can make it, and then we won't be back till you know one or two o'clock in the morning. So yeah, it, yeah. It, it sure would be nice to be able to start late. You know, they let the kids start late. It'd be nice if staff got to start late too. Well, if you're going to go to the game, you got like yeah. have a ticket stub. Hey, that's well, fine. Of course, I can say that if the other kids who didn't go, you can't start. Well, they do it anyways. I don't know. Eh, whatever. That kids ask me, are you going to the game? I'm like, eh. yeah, They're asking me, and I'm planning on going, but eh. if i got to work all day, there's no Can't way I can it. get there. Yeah. There's but just no way. Either way, high school football is upon us. It's like the long countdown to finally get to the first week of football. Oh, by the way, I didn't tell you guys yesterday. I forgot about it. Um, Brandon Lane was supposed to be on the show on Wednesday. We had him lined up for 5.15, actually 5.30, but I had another guest. I forgot about Coach Nash. So 5.15, and we called and, and didn't make it work. And anyway, reached out to him afterward. He actually reached out during the show. Are you guys uh, still doing this? Uh, am I on after Coach Nash? So after the program, when I got his message, I reached back out to him, and he reminded me, and I'd forgotten all about this, there's something about either our phone or the phone in the Redwater Fieldhouse – that just, I called him. He was sitting by his phone, and he never heard it ring, and it never, uh, who knows. But he's going to call us next Wednesday. So next Wednesday at 530, we will have Redwater's coach on. I, it's a weird tech thing. I guess tech witch could maybe explain why <laughs> it doesn't work right. But for some reason, Redwater and our radio station don't connect when we call out. So he's calling in. I apologize to Redwater fans that we didn't get him on on Wednesday. But next week before the actual season opener for the Dragons, he's going to be on with us and we will make that work again. So just wanted to do that little PSA kind of thing for you. Yeah, it'll be good to talk to him and hear what the uh, what Redwater has in store for this season. We hope wins. Lots of wins. They jumped out early last year and then uh, ran into district and, and didn't get any more wins, but uh, 
we think they've learned from that one, and we'll we'll see. We'll we'll root them on. Yeah, let's hope so. All right, moving on to other stuff before we get rolling for uh, Jerry Stanford here at the uh, at the bottom of the hour. Um, we had some some news coming out today. Uh, I'm I'm lost my train of thought for just a second. Hello. Well, actually, yesterday I want to start with yesterday's thing because Deshaun Watson yesterday we never got back to it because of of stuff yesterday on the program with uh, Josh Richard in here. But Deshaun Watson's suspension moved from six games, pushed out to eleven games. Gets a fine. NFL walks away a little happier. I don't know if he's going to appeal. I don't think he is. I don't think the Players Association has actually agreed to the NFL's decision about 11 games. But for the Cleveland Browns, are you in the market now? I got to go get somebody like Jimmy Garoppolo, or do I stay where I am? Jacoby Brissett's already in camp. He's been in Cleveland for a minute. Do we just decide this is going to be the guy... I think this is our best shot. We don't want to mortgage the farm, and they wouldn't have to give away that much to get Garoppolo anyway. But he hadn't been in Cleveland, and he hasn't been with this team, and he hasn't been in this playbook. What do you do? Yeah, and that offense is going to be completely different with Brissett and with Jimmy G. So you want to kind of – I one would think to keep the offense as similar as possible to what Watson's going to come into when he comes back. Uh, sort of the same make and mold mobile quarterback per set with uh, Deshaun Watson where Jimmy G's kind of stationary and not as mobile as them. The Browns have lost two centers already to injuries in this off in the, in this preseason part of, the, of stuff. They lost their original starter and then the guy they drafted in like the seventh round, both of them done for the year. So they're already – with a weak link in the middle of an offensive line, your supposed starting quarterback, which you knew probably wasn't going to play much this year, out for the duration of the first two thirds of the season. Is this a? If I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, I may be looking at this going, "Is this a great fit?" I mean, I can audition for eleven weeks, but I don't even know if the guy in front of me is going to get me the ball and protect me at all. Is this really a place I want to go to play for eleven weeks, or do I bide my time and see if Lance is going to work? And, and either, you know, I'll sit for a while and then eventually he's going to flounder and I'll move on or my body work's already there. I'll sit there and collect my check and at the end of the year, we'll see what's up next. But Jimmy G, does he have any say in it? Because the 49ers no. can just trade him. Yeah, so he's, it, a tra- he's a trade. It, it doesn't really matter. What I think, you know, and I don't want to upset any of our loyal listeners who are Cleveland Brown fans, but this seems like... Uh, There's one of them. Yeah, one, <laughs> right. But it it seems as if, you know, that this season is going to be a, you know, we're going to throw it away, but we're going to give Deshaun Watson, you know, five games to be able, or six games to be able to play and work that rust off that he's had from him for not playing for a year and a half and really build towards the next season, get a high draft pick, be able to get an offensive lineman, may not be, you know, in the top four but you know top 10 pick if you know the season just doesn't go the way they want to and they're in a tough division i mean a tough division well they got the super bowl losers yep they've got the ravens which are they just always seem to be in that 9-10 ish win neighborhood every year yep. and the physical team you don't want to play right and they got the Steelers, which are about to start a new era now that Roethlisberger has finally hung it up. Right, but they, you know, they always—they're, you know, the great franchise they are. They're always ready to turn it back around. You know, who knows who their quarterback's going to be? But it looks like they hit hit a home run with Pickens out there as the wide receiver. You know, he's been a freak yeah. in camp. So, I mean, you could see even and they got Kenny Pickett at quarterback and as, Pickett, as a who, yeah, yeah, or Trubisky, you know, whoever or, or who's going to be there, um, but. 
you know, you could you could look at that and say, even with Deshaun Watson, we may come in third in the division. Yeah. So I mean, at best, at, yeah, at best. Right. So you know, it's they're in a really tough spot, and you know, I I think you know your future of your your franchise is with Deshaun Watson, and if you know you just you know can with the idea of getting a lineman kind of throw this season away you don't want to tell the fans that of course but you know unless you catch lightning in a bottle with Jacoby Brissett then you know it's it is what it is the Browns knew that this was going to come down when they signed Deshaun Watson so best case scenario it may not be a one-year plan best case scenario may be we suck this year right we're going to be high up in the draft the next season. Correct. We're going to load up. We got a really good defense and a really good running game already. We can find that stud receiver early in the first round, which I don't like to give up first round, early first round for a receiver anyway. But I can find that stud receiver or that next piece I've got to have. Add to this quarterback I'm, I'm putting back on the field who hadn't played in a couple of years, basically. Maybe we're the next team that makes the run. Right, but worst case scenario for the Browns is they go 500, Ugh. or they go, you know, or you know, he's out for the first 11 games, so seven and four, even six and five, and now you're middling in the middle of the pack, even because you would expect to do better with Deshaun Watson, and then you don't make the playoffs, and it's just a moot point. So that's why getting Jimmy G, who might do better than Brissett, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Well, if you go seven and four without Deshaun, then you had a really great eleven games, and he's back for six and a chance to. But is he going to be any better than Brissett when he comes back? I would hope. You would hope, but he's been a year and a half. You know, no, there's football shape hope. and uh, you know, but training camp shape. There's also guys that have talent. Oh, well, I agree. Uh, I would hope he would be better no matter when he came back, but. It almost feels like a throwaway season for yep, the Browns. Absolutely. So that's that was one we didn't get to yesterday because Josh was in here, and I wanted to make sure we spent a minute going back through that one anyway. Uh, out of the University of Texas today was the uh, I don't know if I, I, I'd say big. It's really not. I don't think. I don't think anybody's surprised. Through a spokesman, Steve Sarkeesian, the coach of the Longhorns, comes clean and says. Gwen Ewers is going to be our starting quarterback when we open the season for the Longhorns. Now, he was highly touted in high school. He left high school early to go to Ohio State. He collected his check for his NIL. Over a million. Over a mil. He comes back to Texas after one year out of the state. He's the most highly touted transfer of anybody in the portal this last year, does anybody think Quinn Ewers wasn't going to be the starting quarterback week one? No, but this guy rolled the dice and, you know, hit the jackpot because he just goes, oh, yeah, I don't want to play my senior year of high school, so I'm going to go get my money and I'll still be the quarterback of the team of Texas. No offense to A&M, but, you know, everybody that's a huge Longhorn fan and that's where he wanted to go anyways. So, yep, I'll be the starting quarterback. I already collected my money. I'll collect money from UT as well, and we'll just go on from there. So they made it sound you, – you and I were talking before we got started that, that, that uh, Hudson Card was leading the pack – which, in my mind, is exactly what the head coach is going to say. I want to make sure my guy that just came in here doesn't think I'm giving him this spot. He's going to have to earn it. And sure enough, we get to the end here. and I, I feel a little bit bad for, for Card 
Like he's kind of waiting around doing it, and he's he's never going to be the starting quarterback of the University no, of Texas. He, he never, that, that's where we never, are now. No, never, because it's going to go from Ewers to to Manning. Yeah, you know, and unless God forbid something happens to Ewers or he flops, I mean, but you got to you have to imagine the Ewers is going to have a very very long leash uh, because of his name and the prospect that he is. And he's not played it down in college football, so I mean, oh. We, one. Well, he we played one. Well, that's true. He got a fake. That, he got the true. end of the game snap at Ohio that, State, so he could say, "I actually got on the field for Ohio that's State." True. Jason Day gave him a you know a little kudos there, but yeah, he not a real snap, of course. Yeah. Yes, of course. But anyway, um, yeah, you figure his leash is going to be very long, unless they come out and he's just not what we think he is. If he's not. Yeah, he can't run an offense. Can't hit a receiver. Right. He's he's throwing to the he's going in the wrong direction. Then maybe, but I don't see him. But what are the expectations the for the Longhorns? Is it that Sarkeesian's supposed to be you know in the hunt for a national title? I don't think they're there yet. You know, I read a story that you know the last uh, draft pick for the Longhorns that's playing in the NFL got cut. So you know that program's been down for a little while. He's got to build it back up. And I mean, if they if they're in the national title hunt this year, they're a year or two ahead of where you know they were supposed to be. Well, the game changes as soon as they change zip codes and conferences. Absolutely. You know whether you're in the national title hunt coming out of the Big Twelve is one thing. <laughs> if you're actually in the national title hunt coming out of the SEC is something else. You got to get out of the SEC first. I I don't know. I don't know what the expectations are. I know that in poll that came out on Monday. Longhorns are unranked in the top 25. In the poll that came out a week or two ago, the coaches poll, they were number 17 or 18. 18, I think. And yeah. got a first place vote. <laughs> Who knows? So I think there's a lot of disconnect about what the potential is for, for the Longhorns football team this year. Some who think... Well, with Ewers and the rights, they may be right there. they got a pretty good receiver core, blah, blah, blah. And others who think, yeah, I'm not convinced. All these guys, there's a lot of young players on this team who haven't gotten on the field and done anything yet at the college football level. Do we really believe they're the top 15, 10 team in college football? It, it just doesn't feel like it's just yet. They're going to find out real quick week one. Week I'm one. i say that. Week one, they're going to find out real quick. I don't think that would, but are they? You know, they that they came out a couple of years ago and had Notre Dame in the season opener and beat Notre Dame, right? And then just were dogs the rest of the year. But who do they have this year? They have Bama. Okay, you think Bama? I'm saying I don't know that the first game's a measuring stick of anything. We thought they were better than they actually were after beating Notre Dame three years ago, whatever it was. They may get waxed by Alabama. But are they as bad as what they appear on that day? Right, but it's a great welcome to college football for real for Clint, for viewers. You know, are we going to see? You know, what's really going to happen? Because I remember when USC played Bama and they started their quarterback. I don't remember who it was, and they just knocked the ever living snot out of him, and he was done first half, and he never played again. He transferred. I mean, he got smoked. I mean, so. He, he didn't change sports, did he? No, I don't All think right. so. <laughs> but, if, but if, Alabama's got them dogs that are ready to go. If I'm Quinn Ewers, I may say, can we wait until week two? Yeah, let us a card start yeah. game one. Let, let the other guy have it in week one. Absolutely. I got it right after that. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. It's about 16 after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Jerry Stanford's coming up at 5.30. we got one more segment to sneak in before we get the Texas High head football coach and athletic director in the studio. You stick around. We're coming right back. 
prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty Ilo ISD. At Liberty Ilo, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty Ilo, Leopard Pride never dies. Consistency is the key to success. And get in the game. Oh man, we're we're jazzing it up here. <laughs> well, funk going on. Twenty minutes after five o'clock, leaving the yard. Chuck Zack, Dodger, Danny Williams in the studio this afternoon as we uh, knock out the last Friday of the uh, of the show for the next 12, 13 weeks, whatever it's going to be, until uh, high school football clears out the deck, and then we'll uh, we'll resume the post sometime in the middle of November. So you're only going to get us four days a week for a while. Sadness, I know, but you guys do your best to carry on. Uh, a little baseball since we got Dodger Danny in here. The... Uh, Former Ranger Elvis Andrus, now a member of the Chicago White Sox, after he fussed about playing time last week. And, of course, some of his money is tied to playing time incentives. And uh, the folks in Oakland, um, after he hits a home run against the Rangers on Monday or Tuesday night, then cut him loose and say, well, we'll give you a chance to find another team you might be able to play for. We're going in a different direction, which is just – they're going young, young, young. Absolutely, like they do. Almost like they always do every season. Yeah, they've and they've put a couple of pitchers on the shelf already who got injuries, and I mean that this has been a bad year for Oakland. Injuries really got them, and they moved some players in the off season. They they really have gone into full on youth movement. So Andrews has a chance to catch on and gets to play in in Chicago with the White Sox, and maybe White Sox make a playoff appearance. They're kind of in a division with Minnesota where. The two or three of them there, I think Cleveland's in the same boat of all of them fighting out for that last spot in the American League. Yeah, but, you know, I, I get it makes sense, put a veteran in the locker room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, he's not going to really get that much playing time. Tim Anderson's pretty legit baseball player. And, yes. And Andrews is, you know, getting long in the tooth, and, you know, he's not that great of hitter. So, you know, he's going to be that utility guy when Anderson needs to just DH or, you know, throw him in at second base when their second baseman needs a break. So, you know, they'll use him. He'll get, a you know, maybe one or two games a week if he's lucky. But it's something better, and it, you're not in the dregs of the AL West where you're just getting clubbed every week, and White Sox are in it. So, yeah. you know, punch in the gut for him, you know, to get going again. And uh, hopefully the team, you know, rallies around him because he's a good dude. Yeah, he is. Albert Pujols talking about good dudes, at least <laughs> good baseball players yeah, anyway. There you go. Um, 690 the other night. He's creeping up on that 700 home run mark. Yeah, it was a grand slam, too. Yeah, a pinch hit grand, pinch hit slam. grand slam. And it helped Wainwright, you know, win a game that, you know, he was pitching to Jim, you know, and he's getting old. He's up there, too. There was a, we- a weird ESPN statty kind of thing. That game was the first time in Major League history where a 40 plus year old hit a grand slam. And a 40-plus-year-old threw seven innings of shutout ball in the same game for the same team. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really remarkable. I really hope, 
you know, I really want him to get to 700. You know, that would be really cool to be, you know, uh, one of four up there in the 700s. Uh, I'd really like him to get to 695 at least and pass A-Rod so that he could be (laughs) number four. Um, But, you know, I was reading an article about him ESPN and just so many things about Albert that when he retires will end. Like he's the last guy in the league that played on 9/11, you know. And oh my gosh, I didn't thought about that. Yeah, so he's. It was a really cool article about him. Just all the things that will like kind of go to the wayside, you know, baseball stat stuff that you know he won't be a part of anymore. That we can't say that once he's gone. Right. Well. You know, it it looked like he was never going to get to 700. It looked like this career was coming to an end. He had slowed down dramatically. The bat wasn't there anymore. They got him out of Los Angeles, gave him a new chance back home in St. Louis. They're smart about his at bats. They use him in a good in in a, in a right way. And you mentioned it just even a second ago with Anderson not being in Oakland anymore. He's in a playoff race now. The Cards are leading the Central. Those at bats matter now. I can imagine it's easier to be locked in now. If you're if you're an angel team that's once again near the bottom of your division and all right, I'm going to go up there and I'm a professional hitter, but I'm not as locked in emotionally as I am if we're down 2 to 1, it's the 8th, we're a game up on Milwaukee trying to get, I, I just feel like there's a lot more benefit of being where he is right now than maybe anywhere else right you know they after the angels did him dirty and you know basically cut him the dodgers picked him up and you know he pinch hit there but they just have so many young guys that his bat bats were you know very few and far between but being able to go home go back where it started kind of make his final hurrah you know they asked him man you're res- you, you're resurgent right you know you ever think about you know maybe one more one season more. he goes no i'm done yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely done and you could just tell by the way he runs by everything he's breaking down and he's getting his you know sayonara and everybody's giving his pat on the back and i love it that yes he's diminished but he's still able to we see some sparks of what he used to be all right so here you go here, here's your mr 3000 question he gets to six ninety nine. Is he done? Somebody better throw him just a fat juicy he, nah, fastball nah, down nah. the middle. We'll say he hits six ninety nine in the last at bat. I think he's he come done. back. Nah, I don't think so. Put his body through that for a whole nother off season. Yeah, I, I don't think I so. I retire as soon as I hit number seven hundred. Yeah, I'm I coming know. back. You mentioned the great movie, but I I don't think so. I really don't think so. I think he's. How many guys have done it? Bonds, Aaron, Ruth. Yeah, let's. He'd be number four. But he's number four, and I think statistically he'll be number four for quite a long time. Well, number four doesn't matter. Yeah. He's not going for seven seven fourteen. I know seven fifteen, whatever seven fourteen for Aaron. Do you think he gets stopped? He gets close to seven hundred. Yeah, ten well, more home runs. We got how much of the season left? About a third. Right. Uh, you're going to get me lying. Let me look. Let me look at just how many games they've played. Right, it's somewhere between a third and a quarter, you know, and how many games, you know, he can DH every day, but like you said, they're smart with his at-bats. So okay. St. Louis is 66-51, and 51, so 117 games. They've got uh, 45 left. Can I? Can he hit 10 and 45 now? No, I don't think so. I think he's – I just – I think he's happy with 695. Yeah, yeah, I really do, and I, I, I and he, I, know, I think he can get five. Oh yeah, I think he can get I don't five. I think he gets ten. And and I, you know, you laughed when I said I hope he gets past A Rod, but I, I think that was one of the guys he legitimately played with in his career, sure. and he's a competitive guy, and he wants to get ahead of him. Oh yeah, you know the other three, you know, you're never getting there. Seven hundred would be amazing, but you know, get past A Rod not because it's A Rod, but because he was one of those guys he played against, and because it's A Rod. St. Louis would 
freak out giving him a chance to get one more part of a season going next year and be able to get to the number seven hundred. Oh sure, I absolutely think. I, I think he let comes back. Absolutely, well, maybe. We'll I think see. I think he comes back. It, for it would one be a pretty crack. awesome story if he did. Yeah. Am I hearing people behind me? Mm-hmm. Uh oh, uh oh. I gotta take a break. We're we're being we're it's an orange horde coming in. <laughs> I'll make sure I said that right. Horde coming in. <laughs> Jerry Stanford's checking in. We'll check out for the break. We'll come right back. Head coach of the Tigers in the studio next when we come back. Leaving the yard, Zach and then Professor. Well, actually, Dodger Danny Williams here on the fan 1079. We're coming right back. Seven nine the fan. All right, it's twenty eight minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard, Chuck Zach, Dodger, Danny Williams, and uh, hanging out with us this afternoon. You know, you're our last Friday guest for like two and a half months, three months. Seriously, <laughs> we're, we're kind of busy. We're not. Well, yeah, we're not doing another show for Man, Fridays for a while. Kind of busy. Yeah, it's a little bit. Jerry Stanford's in here. He's the head football coach, athletic director over at Texas High. His team is six days away from uh, opening up the season. You know, just a little place down in uh, in Arlington. Going to host him for you know season opener. What the heck? Average place to play. Yeah, why not? That's crazy. You told us a story before. But for folks who may not have been tuning in that day, how in the world did Texas High get a game at Jerry's place to open up the season? You know, obviously playing Frisco Lone Star, one of the best teams in 5A Division One, year in and year out. It was a, had a, some high pro, profile with our past history and theirs uh, coming in. And so we were set to play at the Star. And then uh, there's a guy that makes billions of dollars a year, apparently, <laughs> named Jerry Jones. who said, man, we need to start a practice with the Cowboys this day. Do y'all mind moving over to AT&T? at no cost and we're like no <laughs> we don't have a problem with that that's all right would have been nice to keep it on friday though it would have and so that's the, the, the that's the only complexity to this deal with uh obviously frisco isd and the, the multitude of schools that they're opening and will continue this is not the last and they've got at least two more schools they'll open well they got the plan they're never going to go above 5a Keep opening another school and open another school and open another school and so, keep them all fives. Yeah, so that's that's kind of unique. Yeah. But also probably about to change. Oh, is it? They're getting really close to several of them on the bubble. Uh-oh. Um, with the the PGA and what they're doing there in Frisco. Right. Uh, with the car plants that are being put in their headquarters right there in Frisco. Um, you're going to see some 6As at some point. Well, they're going to have to open a bunch more schools real fast. They don't have the land. They don't have the land? That's the issue. Just build them up. That's the issue. (laughs) They don't have the land. Stack them. They'll be going 6A here pretty quick. All right. Well, there you go. So you guys get to do a Thursday night game. And I I know it changes the dynamic of everything you do. Coaches are guys who like consistency, routine. That's always good. This changes it just a little bit, although it may be okay because it's the first game of the year, not week four. You know, I, I honestly like it. Do you? And so when I was at White Oak, this was, gosh, I'm, I'm getting old now. I don't have much gray hair or a lot of gray hair and not much other hair left. Um, we did this in White Oak my second year and loved it. Really? You kind of kick off Texas high school football. Um, it's This is a high-profile game. Yeah. 
the so next door to us at Globe Life is Lake Travis and Arlington Martin. Wow. And so it's going to be a lot of people in Arlington for a high school football game for two of them. And so a ton of excitement around it. Um, I like the Thursday scrimmage into a Thursday game sure. to kind of get a buffer, take a deep breath, Yep. good or bad. Here's where we are. Let, let's take a grade. Sure. Take a deep breath, reset, and get ready for a Friday game. Gives you an extra day. And so our bye week get until like week six. Okay. So this kind of feels like almost a buy at the end of this game to kind of go, all right, here we go. All right, so you said we take a grade on Thursday. So how did we do last night? And we felt really good about it. Um, you know, some new faces in new places. Right. Um, a lot, particularly defensively. And so, um, obviously, Longview's got one of the top, if not the top, running back in the country in 2024. Yeah. Taylor Tatum, uh, you're talking about, yeah. Unbelievable. Yep. I mean, freak athlete. Uh, Jalen Hale, arguably the best receiver in this year's class. Uh, several other guys already have D1 offers. And so they take the ball first and they score and we're kind of big-eyed and we settle down. Yeah. I mean, gave up one more score the rest of the night. Wow. With the ones. Wow. And felt you could feel confidence with some young kids and, and some kids who hadn't been. Like I told the seniors the, the, a little bit earlier that day, this is your last – first scrimmage there ain't another one it ain't coming back and we've got 43 seniors and so you've got to take advantage of every moment you've got and so this is the first moment right this is a quiz and then there's 10 tests sure and so let's see and we wanted to grade effort and we wanted to grade physicality yep those are the two things we wanted to see we're being having great effort and being physical and then offensively i really felt i mean cody reese i couldn't have been more pleased with last night I mean, just did a tremendous. I mean, some correctables. Don't sure, get me sure. Wrong. No, I get you. It's a quiz. We're we're playing the number one scrimmaging, the number one team in the state right now, and so that, that's a big task to walk into at for, their place. Yeah, first year quarterback, right? Walk in, got some new places and new faces at the offensive line, and offensive line played amazingly. I mean, played where we wanted them to be, right? With room to improve, but here's where we are. And just we showed effort and we showed physicality and we were able to match up and we gained a ton of confidence out of how we were able to play. You know, I know last year, this is a good series for you guys to scrimmage. I know you had the problems a couple of years ago when kids kind of lost their mind on the field, but this has been a really good series because there's a long-time rivalry here. It's pretty close proximity. They've both been very good programs. You yep. both have been. And, and, and it gives you a real good test about what are my guys looking yeah. like against guys that are pretty good. And that's on both sides of the, of the, of the ball. Um, and, and so I love the fact that you guys keep doing this. I don't know if you'll always keep doing it or not, but it sure feels like the right fit to start a season. I think we will. You know, my very the first year we did it um, was my second year, and people were like, what are you doing? Are you crazy? And I'm like, eh, maybe. But and it didn't go well the first no, year. No, I got you. And they won the <laughs> Longview goes and wins the state championship yeah. and runs the table. Yeah. Well, they had a kid that was pretty good at quarterback too. He's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> NIL has proven that. Yeah, he wasn't bad. And second year a little bit better. Third year tables kind of turn. Right. Fourth year same kind of way. And this year we felt good, like yeah. confidence. I mean, we know what we're walking into. We're not afraid to walk into that right now, and I think that's it. If nothing else, it's a trump for us that we are willing to walk in and go toe to toe. And let's 
see where the cards fall. You know, you're you're, you're on a, a line here. You guys with a little population bump could be 5A Division One. We're a couple hundred people away from it. Yeah. But but with a little bump could be in the, And it feels like you've always had the ability to play to that level. Sure. It's it just the numbers have always put you down a little bit to 5A Division Two, And I don't know that that's great. And I'm not besmirching any of the opponents in 5A Division Two, But you guys have been head and shoulders above some of those schools. In, in district for the last as many years as I can remember. Sure. It, it almost feels like the weight class up would be, be maybe be a better fit for you guys. You know, the, obviously with our schedule, the way we've lined it out, and so Longview was 6A yeah. when they won it. Right. So now they're 5A Division One, So they kind of feel that same amount of ability of what right. they could or couldn't do potentially. And so when we look at Longview with, you know, 500 more kids than us, give or take, um, we want to be in that same conversation. And so our, our schedule lines that out. We go Longview in a scrimmage, number one in the state. Lone Star right into number three in the state. Yeah. <laughs> Colleyville Heritage, number eight in the state. Right into Benton in the top ten in the state in Louisiana. Right. Right into Tyler Legacy and a, a 6A. Yep. And so we want to line a schedule out that's going to, when we get done, we, we've got a grade. This has been the quote with the kids all fall. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. Let, let's find out where we are. Right. And talk's cheap. We'll see where we are. So you're happy. That sounds like you're a happy guy. I would say for the scrimmage, we are. Um, we feel better about where we are. Okay. Um, you go into a scrimmage, there's no film to grade. You don't know what you're walking into. Right. Obviously, you read about it all summer and all spring that this is the number one team in the state. They're going to win it all. I hope they do. I mean, you can't find a better guy than John no, King. No, John's a great guy. And we want to see Longview win it all. I mean, just for East Texas, if nothing else. But just for the man that he is and the teams that he puts out every year, we want to see Longview win it all. And so you don't know what you're walking into to be able to grade it. And so when you, you kind of go in blind. And so when we come out of that, with the you, you, you want to find successes early on. Yep. Whatever you can grab onto to say, look, because the kids are the kids. This is who you got. They're, it ain't changing. Nope. So you got who you got, and so we want to find early successes, and we were able to do that last night. And uh, they've got a really good football team, and we feel like we've got the potential to be a really good football team. So coming into next Thursday now, you actually open up the season. Have these kids, have any of these kids played in, in uh, the Jerry's World or the Star? Has any of this group still played here? The Star, no. Okay, so no. may have been a ball boy. Okay. My first year. Okay. So for, for all of these guys, and I know the first time I called a game in either one of those places, mm-hmm. you take it all in and it's like, what the heck? I mean, are you mm-hmm. seen this on TV? This is unreal. Yeah. What? Your guys are walking down there and they're not 50 years old. They're 16 years old that are having that same, oh my God, moment. How are you going to walk through that routine next week to try to tamp down some of that sure. over the top impression of what, what they're walking into? You know, I think there's a complexity to the entire season with that question. And so part of that is we're walking into – my personal opinion is the star is the best place to play a high school football game. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's just the atmosphere, the the sound, the feel. The size is right. It's just perfect. Yeah, no, the size is right. Now, AT&T is the pinnacle of high school football. It's it's where everybody we – had, we, we had a walk through about 30 minutes ago, and one of the kids says, this is not our last time to play here. 
<laughs> that's what you want. Right. You want to be there again. Darn right. You want kids to understand without me having to reference it, this is not the last time we're going to be here. That's what you want. And so they understand it's the pinnacle. I think we like the big stage. What's going to be really – so we get three hours prior to the game to be there. Okay. We'll take all that in. I mean, we, we, we will – early on when we get there, about 4.30 or 5, we will allow some time to just kind of take a deep breath. Right. What we've got to do a great job of as a team to understand that if it's at AT&T or in Benton, Louisiana on grass, we've got to be able to play no matter what. Right. And, and that's going to be the complexity of this year. It's always fun, isn't it? Every night. It's a little different kind of fun, though, it feels oh, like yeah. this year. There's a little different hype to it that it makes is. it even a little bit more, uh, you know, jazzes you up a little bit more. People have kind of said, and it's kind of like what I said earlier, we'll see who Texas High is. Yeah. And so we're kind of like, we'll see who Texas High is. But I think <laughs> we feel good about being in that position of put us as the underdog. Let, let's see what happens. You hang around? Yeah. Okay. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. Got to talk a little bit about what we're looking for. We got some new faces on the sidelines with you this year. We'll talk about them for a second, as well as, uh, well, not just football. There's other stuff going on. Volleyball's getting going. We got other things happening. Texas High's athletic director, Jerry Stanford, head football coach, sitting in with us for the last segment. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard here on the fan 1079. Does your church or business need an upgraded audio or video system? Well, ClearSound Audio Video has the products and expertise to help you do just that. With featured specials like short microphones starting at $40 and electric voice speakers starting at $299, you know you're getting the best for less. So be sure to check out ClearSound Audio Video's showroom at the corner of Kennedy Lane and Cowhorn Creek. All righty, welcome back. 11 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Chuck Zack, Dodger Danny Williams sitting in for Tony Kirk today, and we're getting a master's class from Jerry Stanford, the uh, Texas High Athletic Director and Head Football Coach, whose team's getting ready to kick off the season on Thursday, season opener. Uh, over at Jerry's World, we talked about it. Frisco Lone Star is the opponent. 7.30 is the start time. How do you get tickets, by the way, if you're looking to get in there? Yeah, so they'll go on Monday. Everything's general admission. Okay. Um, we've posted online facebook social media on our website as well you can go on to frisco isds um the same thing that we have same online platform purchase there uh, it's actually a really good deal of six dollars and four dollars online wow eight dollars at the gate yeah parking's free um, See, i don't believe jerry's not making money on parking <laughs> i still can't believe that we made an even trade man he got the star we got at&t it's an even trade <laughs> and it's better parking than over at the star love no, the star no. but it's a it's Especially hard. it's supposed to be raining next week. Yep. It's, uh, it's a better walk no over, at, uh, over at AT&T, certainly. All right. Um, you, you had talked a little bit. You were very high in your quarterback, and we talked about Cody Reese a little bit. I'm going to start with coaches because you've had a little change of, of personnel, not a whole lot, but a little yeah. bit. So introduce us to some of the new guys. You know, on the varsity staff, you know, defensively we had a couple of moves where Jody Aubrey, who's just a Texas high grad, uh, amazing texas high athlete and just does a tremendous job with our kids he slid over to coach our corners uh, but fell right into place he's coached these kids since they were in seventh grade anyways and just done a great job 
Uh, Coach Kimball took the defensive coordinator job at Liberty Allo. Right. Uh, really happy for him and what he's been able to accomplish for us with our strength and conditioning particularly. Um, and and really just excited to see guys off our staff move up. Darn right. And, so, and, and that's the goal for me. I want to see guys go and do what I'm doing. Um, that's always the goal. And so then um, we hired a guy out of North Carolina named Ryan Johns. Uh, he was at East Carolina University for a little while doing strength and conditioning linebackers. Okay. Uh, been able to bring him and his wife and their young kid in, and uh, he's been done a great job. And those are our changes right there for our high school. Nice. That's not many. No. That's we we average 1.2 a year over the really? last six years. Which, you know – you can say, well, it gets stale, but it's not it gets stale. It's, Mm-mm. I mean, John King's staff's the same way. Yeah. There aren't openings. Mm-mm. Nobody leaves. You, you want consistency. And yep. I think if you, you treat your guys right and you, you've got enough talent to win, because I mean, nobody wants to be in a losing program. No. But if you can treat your guys right, uh, know that family's still the most important thing out there, uh, know we're going to be here to take care of kids, and you can win, um, you can create some stability there. I'm I'm jazzed about the the we found the tiger. I saw that. I'd never seen it. <laughs> the old fiber. Well, I always fiber said, glass. do we have a tiger? Yeah, here? yeah. We did. That. We found him. Yeah, my wife Katie Williams was the one that uh, took her mission to find it with Coach McClure, and so we're getting it redone, and we're going to try to put it up on top of the scoreboard at uh, the baseball field. That's where it's going to go. That's where John wants it. Yep. Who yep. knows? I'm good with whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Volleyball started this uh, this week as mm-hmm. well. Playing right now. Playing right now versus Greenville. What do we think? Um, been solid. Young group. Okay. Really, really young sophomore group. Okay. Um, but been surprisingly done well so far. What else we got going on? Got a little bit of cross country going on. All right. uh, really, cross country kicked off. I shouldn't say tennis has done well. Had a really good early part of the year in tennis, um, golf, water polos going on. Oh, we had. Uh, we had Coach in here at Vogan last week talking yeah. about water polo. Big water polo. Won That's our awesome. first match. I saw that. So cool. I mean, it's, it's just, crazy. Uh, Did you go to that? No, we were in practice. Oh. But I got to catch one of those. They I think there's it's one. Like, it's I know. awesome. Tomorrow, there. isn't there one tomorrow? I know nothing about it. There is one tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Um, and so it's just excited to add more for our students. I think if we can, uh, I think in the future we're going to get wrestling pretty soon. Really? Wow. Just to take one more step. It's so. It's such it's a great sport for a lot of other sports as well. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but just one more avenue. We're adding a uh, competition barbecue smoking team. What? Texas. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nice. We added uh, the fishing team last year, right? right? And esports and esports, right? Two years ago, and then um, te- there's a Texas high school barbecue smoking team. <laughs> no, there. I... So, so who's chef... getting to coach this? So Chef Corey House. Oh, nice. see, um, that's an unfair advantage already. He and I are teaming up together a little you, on this little bit. Are you kidding me? So, uh, Very cool. I brought it to him. He said, man, I'd love it. And so Dr. Brubaker jumped all over it and said, if more kids can be involved, let's do it. So that starts when? This year. This year. Mm-hmm. All right, so that – I don't care about football anymore. No. You guys don't really bring food. The no. barbecue yeah, they're going to feed us. Those That's guys right. will bring food in. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, so how do you find kids for that? Are they just going to be out of uh, uh, Chef House's culinary program? Yeah, uh, Some of them probably. But, okay. it, you know, even when we started the fishing program last year, we had 100 kids sign up immediately. And, and there's some complexity to all that. Right, but, right. Kids want to be involved in something. Yes. I'm a firm believer. I don't, I don't care what it is. If they see something that they are into, they want to be a part of it. And so if it can become something positive in their life, if it's smoking brisket. No kidding. Catching fish or playing football. Man, 
we're going to try to do it, find a way to do it. So wrestling, you think, is a next year thing? I don't know if it's a Maybe. next year. Okay. But the next year, the, there's next nobody in our proximity that does it. See, that's weird. I mean, there's not anybody. Right. In my high school, I had wrestling back in the day. Even East Texas, it's not really. So if we can become that force for wrestling and give something for other kids to do, boys and girls, why not try it? Yeah, those combat sports are getting really popular, too. Mm-hmm. So if we, Absolutely. Can, if we can fl- flood them through Texas High and you can get yeah. some extra kids there that want to do something. Absolutely. It's fun. So why not try it out? Have we decided on the on the baseball field, are we turfing or not? Grass, turf, what do we think? We'll see how the bond goes. All right. Oh, okay. So that's uh, that's uh, a good it, answer it, for it. I mean. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, I think uh, ultimately we'd like to be a turf. I mean, we like, No, let me say, we feel like we have the best grass Absolutely. in high school baseball. Bar none. I, I put anybody up against us. No, I agree. I mean, you ask the guys that come here and play. They're amazed. I get it. They love it. Dallas-Fort Worth, Little Rock, they want to play here. Maintaining it's... It's crazy. Yeah. McClure spends um, a, Coach McClure spends a lot of time out there. It's my sanity to mow. <laughs> so I, I just don't um, – I think for the longevity and being able to draw in other playoff games and or just being able to play our own games without – what's the weather doing? I think turf will be there. Um, Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they, you guys added Chuck Cross from Ashdown, who's got a th- – awesome. he had a thing going about turf – when he was up in yeah. Ashdown. And ask him how much it cost him to do that in Ashdown. It's a crazy price. Is it? It is. All right. Well, we're out of time. Music's playing. Right. I hate it. I'm learning a lot here. I didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> we're trying. I need to get you in more and me especially out of here. With, yeah, well, him out of here, but more brisket <laughs> with you. There you go. You start coming with the brisket team, then you're right invited up. every week. Absolutely. Jerry Stanford, thank you so much for coming by. Best of luck on Thursday and certainly to kick off a season. We'll get you in again. Uh, Whenever you got a little bit of time to come see us. Sounds good. Appreciate it. We're going to take, a, uh, I guess, a break for the weekend. Tony's back on Monday. Kirk and Company Monday morning. Kevin Carpenter will be in. We'll be back in the uh, chair Monday afternoon at 5. We'll do it again. You guys take care. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zack, not your Danny Williams, here on The Fan 107.9. Hey, y'all. I was looking local first. We're making